With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Club at 22, the Rangers podcast is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. Hello everyone uh, and welcome to Club Preview here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. We are ultimately here to preview our next game, which will be against Ross County on Sunday. I am your host, Scott Carney, and I'm joined by the two reliable podders on Club at 22. First off, Ryan Hamash, how's it going, mate? I'm good, yeah. Just back from a, uh, an interesting fireworks night at Cowinan. If anybody else was at that, um, that was interesting. <laughs> uh, Ali Pearson, how's it going, mate? Not too bad. I could just imagine that fireworks night, right? A bit of it was red, white, and blue fireworks going on there. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was very interesting, some interesting sights, but um, let's keep it professional. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. That show will be coming out on Saturday morning. Obviously, you'll be able to hear in the background because outside mine just now, there's a, a lot of fireworks going off. We are recording on Friday night. Um, so, yeah, but that's probably you Saturday. So, apologies for any background noise you hear. I cannot control what my neighbours are up to. So, yes, um, Club Act 22 is supported by Manscaped, who is the best of men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Get 20% off and free shipping with code Club at 22 uh, at Manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. I, 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 Raleigh, your balls still thanking you? Thanking me, yeah. Use that um, <laughs> the deodorant and the that other thing that comes with it. I don't even know what it is, but it's smells nice, to be honest. Something. Yeah, yeah I, I know. That, yeah, I know. Scotia had it on on Saturday night. Um, don't know if it worked out for him on Saturday night, to be honest, <laughs> but. I know he had it on and he was delighted. He actually had his Manscaped boxers on on Saturday as well, Scotia. So it's a new pair of boxers. It's probably the first new pair of boxers he's had in probably about 10 years, to be honest. So <laughs> That's disgusting, man. Um, <laughs> yes, I had my Manscaped boxers on today at work and they were a treat, an absolute treat. Um, I, I quite like them. Uh, Ryan, your ball's still full of admiration for the treatment they're getting? My balls are delighted with me at the moment, Scott. <laughs> Oh God, man! Yeah, the uh, the ball toner thing I've not really got into yet. Uh, but the missus did. No, the ball toner's good. The missus did catch me the other morning using the ball deodorant. It just kind of gave me a bit of a weird look. <laughs> I was just like, trust me. I was like, stuff is quality, man. Like, honestly, it's never smelled so good. It's 
Absolutely brilliant. But yes, uh, so we will we'll jump into more Rangers things. <laughs> Stop see your balls will thank you. It'll never not be funny. Honestly, it never won't. Every time I see it, it makes me laugh. It's really good. Uh, so we will move on to Ranger stuff and stop talking about other family jewels. Um, we'll start with reaction from um, Gerard and Hadji to the draw with Bromby on Thursday evening. Um, obviously, Rangers drawn one each with uh, Bromby. Uh, you can go and check out our club reaction to that. Uh, we did after on Thursday night. Gerard said he thought there was more than a point in it for Rangers. Uh, we underperformed in the first half, especially, and there was a lack of quality. Made improvements with the, with the subs that he made. And then he mentioned that he maybe got the front three wrong and that he might have to think about the front three for Sunday. Um, praise Ryan Kent and Hadji for the impact they had in the game um, and now having to win 2-0 uh, in the next home match. We Sparta Prague is not a bad place to be after the start we had and he fully expects Ibrooks to be rocking for it. But overall, we were nowhere near it in terms of execution and there was no, no real quality until the subs were brought on for us. He did praise the atmosphere, um, but he, he gave... Bromby pretty much no chance of getting out of this group. Um, and I think that's probably where my frustration was coming from last night because I just don't think Bromby are a very good team. Uh, I think we, we were, we've we just missed an opportunity. We, th- we threw points away more than it was uh, a point gained, if that makes sense. Um, Ali, what did you make of his statement about getting the, the, the front three wrong? Yeah, I said to you at work today about it. I think the players let him down. It wasn't Gerard for me because everyone would pick that same team apart from Barisic because we didn't know Barisic would be fit. But everyone, we all picked that same team. And I think mm-hmm. most Rangers fans would have went go with the same team as Motherwell because it's the first time Rangers come out and shown something this year. And you would have thought they would have kicked on that team. And like I said to you earlier on, Carney, they would have went, no, we, we're going to stay in this team for Thursday night and going into this game on Sunday as well and going forward. And they've let him down. They've let him down badly for me in that first half. And you could see it in Hadji's reaction for his interview. But, yeah, it's um, disappointing because what we've seen on Sunday to what we've seen on Thursday was like night and day at times. And, I I mean, Bromby, in terms of Bromby, Gerard is after after match reaction to them. He basically said, he was asked about them and he kind of said in a roundabout way, they're a shite team. (laughs) <laughs> and they are a sh- he kind of did, to be honest, though. No, he did. And, no, he did. Yeah, and, and, and it's true. And he, he, his frustration, he talks to us all the time, Gerard, and that's what I like. And he's as frustrated as us because he knows, like you says there, Carney, we've dropped two points. And it's yet again another game where it's taken us till the second half to, to turn up and for other players to come on and change it. But the players for me in the first half let him down badly. And the front three especially, I think, let them down badly. Yeah, Ryan, obviously you were trying to be as positive as you could be about it uh, after the match. And all credit to you for that, mate. Um, I'd say I was just left a wee bit flat and frustrated from it. But I think we all thought after Sunday, OK, this is, this is now it. This is now the, the benchmark. You've now set that benchmark. We know you can reach that level. And to go back to the way we've been pretty much the majority of this season, mate, where it's... 45 minutes, you don't know what 45 minutes it's going to be. One of them will be good enough to maybe get you something out of the game, but the other 45 is just nowhere near it. Aye, the frustration comes <coughs> with the support because of how poor the opposition were. And Ali's right, um, Gerard did kind of just flutter around the, the terminology of being 
uh, on their terrible, they're shite, because <laughs> they, they were a poor, poor team. <clears throat> We've let ourselves down, there's absolutely no getting away from it. Um, we should have, we should have, we should have won last night. We could have won if we played our B game. Never mind our A game. We, we were really just well off it last night. I was surprised to hear Gerard's reaction because I'm not excusing the players because don't think I'm. We've played worse than that this season, and Gerard said, "Oh, we did well in spells today," and he's backed him. He's, it's very rare to hear Gerard criticise the team. To the media, usually. I think he would do it to their faces, but I think he puts a brave one on in front of the media. But I was quite surprised at his reaction last night because he, he was quite blunt about their performance, but good because he's been he's been protecting them all season and probably not getting reaction. So he looks a frustrated man and, and no wonder they have. They've let us down and they've let him down as well. And I think he did as much as he could last night in terms of his substitutions. But yeah, it's... Um, I was trying to pause it last night, and I still am trying to look at this Sparta game. But there's no getting away from it. We were poor last night, and we've, we've let ourselves down. Yeah, the, the majority of the reaction seems to be pretty much along the same lines. I don't see many people trying to really give the team sort of pass marks in any way. <clears throat> Gerard also mentioned during the um, the press conference after the match that the game was lacking quality throughout, and it was. I mean, let's be honest, it was... It was Probably, obviously for us, we are wound up in the game, so you don't really notice these things. But I reckon if I've not had time to watch the full game back, I have watched clips, but to watch the full game back, you would probably be watching going, this is a terrible game of football. Because there was nothing really going on, especially midway through the kind of first half. There was nothing happening. It was just a kind of stalemate. Rangers struggling to get in the game. And Bromby, ultimately, even though they dominated possessions at at times, they had no quality at all to really do anything. And yeah, that's where my frustration, I think, ultimately comes from, is I just think it was one of them... It's one of them nights where we just be through pretty much through that away because for some reason we just reverted back to the way we've been for the the, the whole of the season and the front three might have been the problem I'm not really sure but I mean in my personal opinion that's the closest I, I, the stats would probably back me up that's the closest to two teams being exactly the same we've had throughout the 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 entire season, so you would think the players would get a boost for that and go right. We've had a performance. Gerard's now given the manager's now given us another chance with us because rewarding us basically for how we performed against Motherwell, and yeah, they've they've really fell flat and a, a lot of them um, just didn't perform at all. We'll move on to Yanis Hadji. Um, he was not a happy boy at all. He looked very frustrated in the result and the performance. He said the team need to have a winning mentality as this is Rangers and we need to stop going behind first. But overall, he did look very angry. Um, Ryan, I'll come back to you. Do you think this is due to him not playing or do you think this is maybe a, a wee slight dig at some of his teammates that are not quite on his mentality or his winning mentality that he seems to have? I think it'll be both. I think it'll be both. He'll definitely be frustrated that he's not started the game, but Hadji, even though sometimes he doesn't he doesn't always have a good game and I always say he's not a finished article yet, but he always tries Hadji. He's tr- he always make tries to make things happen, floats about the edge of the box, always showing for the ball. I wouldn't say that was always the case with some of his teammates last night, and that's he'll be frustrated at that. I think Gerard has signed Hadji not just because of because of the player he is or he is a bit of a, a kind of poster boy in terms of the advertising he does with 
the Pepsi Max and whatever, but Hadji's attitude is spot on, absolutely spot on. What he demands, the, the standards he sets for himself, which has probably been installed in him since he was young through his dad, but the standards he sets himself and his teammates is exactly what you want in Avengers player. And it's pleasing to hear because I don't think it's I don't think it's an act with him. I think he's genuinely sets those standards and and wants to win every game, and that's what we want in Rangers. I think as well, I think he's he's well aware of the opportunity that's been rewarded him at such a young age to be playing for a team at the size of Rangers and being able to represent us in Europe. All big eyes, are, all big clubs watch these kind of tournaments, watch to see who's performing well and he realises the opportunity is at his door. I think there's big things for Hadji because his name alone will take him, take him to a much higher paid level than Rangers, put it that way. But I think he gets it. I think he gets the whole concept, the ethos of the club, he's bought into it, he's fully aware of what it is and he's with his dad, he's his mentor his dad's going to have told him that this is a serious club you're about to play for you're going to play in a lot of demanding fans and it's only going to stand him in good stead for the future I think, but yeah Ali, I, I must admit, I quite liked Hadji's um, his interview after the game Yeah, again, he spoke like Gerard, he spoke like us and all the other Rangers podcast well, in terms of it's not good enough. Rangers shooting, and he was disappointed. Again, kind of said, like Gerard, that we should be going and beating teams like Bromby. We shouldn't be going out there and happy to settle for a draw like that. So that's not Rangers. Rangers, you need to go out and win every game. You know what it's like. You lose a game, it's a disaster up here. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain to some people that follow teams where a draw, they, they get quite excited or whatever, but you need to win, win every week at Rangers. and. He's right, Hadji. And some of these players need to come up to his level instead of this, oh, we beat Motherwell, brilliant. And, we, and then they go into the next game and, the, and the, the levels drop again. The level needs to stay there all the time, high. And he's an example, Hadji. And he's not a guy, I mean, Hadji, I mean, he's bulked up a bit now, Hadji, since he's been at Rangers. He gets stuck in. He's not afraid of a tackle. He gets smacked everywhere in Scotland and he doesn't even moan. You never see him moan. He gets up and gets on with it again. And I, I, well, we'll come on to teams for the weekend, but I've got a suspicion Hadji will start at the weekend. I think he caught Gerard's eye enough and with that interview at the end that he probably deserves a start at the weekend. I just love his honesty with it. As I say, I don't, I generally just don't think it's a front. I don't think he's trying to please the fans or anything with, with, with the comments that he made. And it just shows his passion for. Succeeding for winning, his mentality is he knows what Rangers are. We do expect to win every single game, even if we're playing Real Madrid or whatever. Like it doesn't really make a difference. We we expect to win, and he just understands it. And I just I felt personally he's had a go. He's having a go at so many people in that team. There, he's he's trying to make an example of. Well, I've came on. I've made the impact. I understand this. It's time you all understand it. It's time you all understand what this club expects of you. What this what this crest on on your jersey means to a lot of people. And yeah, I, I would I would go along, mate, spoiler alert as well. I would be absolutely shocked if Hadji doesn't start at the weekend. I would be absolutely shocked. Look, Hadji's got his up and downs. Uh, we've spoke about it before, Ali, at halftime. I've never seen a 22-year-old boy be as slow as he is. Like, he's not, he's not quick over the ground, but... Uh, his quality and his his moments, uh, the moments players you've you've summed him up as before. He's a flair player, and last night he came on and ultimately got as a he got as a draw. Yes, obviously he was helped with Ryan Kent 
a great through ball to him, but it was ultimately Hadji that scored it, and it's a brilliant finish. So yeah, I, I love these. I love these honesty, and um, hopefully others are starting to have a wee look at him and realise what they what they should be doing and how they should be acting. Um, that'll do is kind of on that game. Uh, I'd say the, the full post matches uh, from us is up um, on the channel. <clears throat> Now, there was reports of some heavy-handed policing outside the stadium, so some of the reports that I've seen, there seems to have been a breakdown in communication and organisation by the authorities. Um, Rangers fans were told to be on a train at a certain time to be taken out to the stadium, and the police would escort them to there. The stadium... um, was apparently understaffed. There was only one turnstile open, which obviously led to a bit of frustration from a lot of fans. And then the police just opened fire with batons um, for whatever reason. Uh, after the game, the plans that were meant to be in place had changed and no one had told the fans this. The buses were meant to be just outside the stadium. They'd been moved to a different place. Uh, and then again, the police got a bit um, baton happy, even going into women and children, or areas where there was women and children anyway. Again, these are reports, as I say, I, I wasn't there, uh, but these reports seem to be on the, the attacks, they're not the attacks, the police heavy-handedness, if you like, was unjustified, there was no real reason for it, and by all accounts, Rangers fans were pretty well behaved, Um but it seems British football fans are just going to continue to get treated like this because there's never really any repercussion for it. There's no backup from the SFA, there's no backup from the government for that matter, and it's like we'll just continue to get treated like this unless something is done by it. Most of the stuff that I have took from there obviously has come from um, David Edgar um, at heart and hand. He was obviously there, so his main report is the, the kind of one that I've seen the most of. Um so I have no reason to not believe him, to be completely honest. I've never done an away game, Ali, for um, a day, an away day in Europe. It is on my bucket list. But there is moments when you read things like this where I'm like, I don't know if I want to be battered by a foreign police with a bat on. No. And it happens a lot. Most, <clears throat> a lot of these away ties where the fans go, and not just Rangers, British British clubs, even including Celtic, although they don't mm-hmm. class themselves a British club, but um, <laughs> aye, they um, you, you you see it in the press that the police wading in, smashing with batons and stuff, and, and a couple of the guys and on social media and Twitter and that were saying, obviously we played Michelin a couple of years ago, and what a contrast it was in terms of Michelin's a Danish team as well. They went to Michelin um, in the away end where the Rangers fans were going in. There was. Um, the, in the kiosk, they had Rangers tops on. And they were welcoming, and they said it was a complete, complete contrast to what the experience in Michelin in terms of Michelin was welcoming. They sang Rangers songs. It was it was absolutely brilliant. To then this, it's, it sounds like what you've just said there that it's not been well organised at all. One turnstile to get through is not ideal when there's I don't know how many a couple of thousand Rangers fans there and. It just doesn't sound organised, and you see it all the time. I mean, the Spanish are bad for it as well. They just get the buttons out, and doesn't matter who it is, they'll just lay into folk. And it's you've seen them last night with their hands in the air. A lot of the Rangers fans have to say, "Look, we're just trying to get in," but they don't give a monkey's the police over there, and you don't see it over here. You never see it in, in in Britain when these fans come over here. Our police don't go in heavy handed and smack them with buttons. So it's um, it's sad to see, but. It's something that's been happening for years across Europe when we go out over there. 
Yeah, I remember when Ufa, we played Ufa and we were in the quayside having a pint before the game and I was at the bar <laughs> and I turned round and literally about 30 Russians walked in. Yeah. All about six foot something, literally. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like, But they were nice, don't go on, they were lovely guys, yeah. but I was like, fucking hell, man, there's a lot of these guys in here. Uh, they were nice enough and all that, but obviously that led to carry on further down the line. But the, there was no real police presence. Obviously the police were about plays the road west a wee bit, but they weren't treated like the way they, we, we uh, British fans, British football fans get treated when they go abroad. Ryan, what's your take on all this? I always find, I find it hard to watch these videos when you know there's been a bit of trouble and the reason is because there's no, there's never any context behind it. It's just a bunch of social media comments. Slayton Rangers fans, they'll have done it, they'll have caused the bother. Remember Manchester, blah, blah, blah. Just noise. So I find it hard to watch these videos, but I had a wee chuckle when you said, oh, the, the SFA won't do anything about it. Ah, oh, you're fucking right, they won't. Um, <laughs> but I do sometimes wonder if I know the, the SLO, uh, what's his name, Greg? Greg Marshall. I know, he's got, I know he's got a big job, that boy, but I think Rangers should have. They used to, I've not been in Europe. To Europe for a couple of years now. Um, I remember in Barcelona, oh, this is a cracker. I remember when I went to a new camp, do you know, Rangers had official stewards, um, just kind of looking after the fans, shepherding them to the right areas, blah, blah, blah. And do you know who one of the stewards was for Rangers? Remember like John Smeaton? Was that? that <laughs> no he way. Was a, a fucking way. Uh, he was an official steward. He was, he was walking about, I'm sure he had like a vest on. Or like Rangers Shield or something on the back of it. And I remember being like, fucking hell, like that no just that flat interview at Glasgow Airport, you're a steward now. But anyway, I, I digress. I, I just wonder if Rangers could maybe do something. Uh, they might do it, I don't know, but if they have a couple of stewards that can just kind of communicate with it and the, the police know that they're the official stewards for the supporters or just so that they've got a kind of somebody to go to because it just it always looks bad on us. And I've seen that video Ali speaking about and the boys have got their hands up, which is good because it looks as if they're just saying, like, all we'll do is try to get into the ground. It screams a disorganisation from the from Bronby. It looks as if that's what's happened and they're overwhelmed by the, the supporters coming to the ground. But uh, it's never nice to see. It's never nice to see, but you won't get you won't get help from anyone apart from, from in-house. Yeah, I just thought it was kind of important to mention it because, yeah, it's, it, as you say, mate, there's, there's obviously a lot of noise happens when things like this happen. Oh, Rangers fans must have been doing this. Rangers fans must have been doing that. Genuinely, from all accounts that I've read, um, everyone that I've, I've kind of, all, all the people that I know that were there that I've read, there doesn't really seem to have been any sort of bother. It seems to have just been the, the police of decided just to get stuck in, um, just for the sake of it. And I know that you mentioned that, Ali, it has happened in Spain. It happens in Spain quite a lot when British fans go over there. The police will just immediately just start beating people as soon as they see a wee slight bit of drunkness, really. Um, so, yeah, it's just, <clears throat> it's a shame when it leads to things. I, I shouldn't be having a thought in my head about going to watch my team in Europe away, going for an away day, thinking, God, I hope there's no trouble with the police. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's really not on at all. And they do seem less likely to concentrate on their own fans and stuff like that, especially in places like Holland and that as well, where there's quite a lot of ultras, if you like, that like to give it and cause a bit of bother, but they're more interested in what the British are up to and would easily blame the British before anything else. But yeah, it's a shame. It really is a shame. Um, but by all accounts, it was 
a good trip apart from apart from that, which is a shame. I, I do hope Rangers do address it though, and they do put something in place to kind of try and eliminate this happening. As you mentioned, Ryan, they could do things like Stewards. There's enough people that go to the they go to the games that are recognised recognised figures of the Rangers support. I would say that they could easily communicate this with. 10, 20 guys that are there and it would quickly spread around everybody that was there that, look, this is what's happening, this is where you have to be, etc, mm-hmm. etc. So, yeah, just letting the polis get their batons out and batteries is probably not what we all want and it's not something you should have to go through if you're not being particularly um, misbehaved while you're away supporting your team. So we'll move on, lads. We'll move on to the, the preview of the next game, which is against Ross County at Ibrooks on Sunday, a 3pm kickoff, and it will also be Remembrance Day, um, the last game before the 83rd international break of the season. Um, there wasn't really a press conference, to be honest. It was more an interview with RTV, so I suppose it was a press conference of sorts, but, I mean, not really. All these, all these questions have been written well in advance and there was not really much to take from it. It was Gary Mack and Ryan Kent. He did say the squad, Gary Mack said that the squad was all good. Uh, pleased that Kent got some minutes uh, in the legs and that Jacko was getting closer and closer. Um, he mentioned that the team are looking to not go behind. Aren't we all, Gary? Aren't we all? <laughs> um, Ryan Kent as well. Uh, again, not a lot to take from it. It's one of them interviews on RTV where it's just so bland. There's no, like not, no questions to get anything out of them. Or then it's just, how are you feeling after being back? Yeah, it was frustrating being out. I was being injured. It's just one of them ones that like, you could really do more. So again, not a lot to take from it. He said he's back. Looking forward to getting back at it. Mentioned that he's back, happy to be back playing in front of fans. But apart from that... Not a lot to take from it, so I was. There's no point in really coming to you lads asking you about it because <laughs> there's not really much to discuss. Gary Mack did echo pretty much what Gerard said. There's nothing that Gary Mack said that we've not already discussed, so there's not really much point in spending much time on it. Um, Ross County's uh, Ross County themselves, even their last match was postponed due to Hibs having a kind of COVID outbreak. I think that game's been postponed twice now, and now they're going for a third time. Uh, I thought. Is there no rules in this for COVID thing that you just give up like a three 0 defeat or something? Is this have I made this up, Ali? Do you know? Have I made this yeah, up. I, I think that I think there was a rule, but I don't know whether it's changed. I would I would say that I would say in the Hibs thing that it was nice of them to throw in the um, basically Rangers grass them up. One of their I don't know if he was the chief executive or some 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 guy um, Hibs basically. Said there was a whistleblower was from it, the blue hat. Was, was, was it was it Oven Wells? No, 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 no. But it was, it, but it, it was. <laughs> he basically, I've not listened to it probably, but he basically said that there was a whistleblower from the blue side of the, of Glasgow. So <laughs> honestly, yeah. why bring us in? I know we play them in the cup in a couple of weeks time, and hopefully we give them a doing because why bring us into it when it's their problem? Well, Ryan, he's obviously we're getting brought into it because COVID is obviously Rangers' fault. Ah, oh, yeah, it's definitely Rangers' fault. It's definitely Rangers' fault. I mean, we've benefited from COVID more than anyone, and obviously <laughs> our, our counterparts have, have suffered more than anyone. So, yeah, yeah. We've, we've definitely played a part in, part in COVID. Uh, just absolute nonsense. Um, but I heard through the grapevine that um, it went down to, if it got postponed, it went down to disciplinary or something like that. Or oh, God. Show, that? Oh, don't oh, say oh, that. Don't start that. That's an issue. Yeah, that's, that's a nice joke. 
that's an in-house joke of the absolute <laughs> bile that was going out of Scottish mouth last night. Um, anyway, uh, on to Ross County, I just said herself. The last game they actually played was the 27th of October, uh, where they beat Dundee by five goals to nil. It's their only win of the season, but they are rock bottom of the league. Only six points so far this season. Ryan, your, your thoughts ahead of the game? <laughs> it says all right. Listen, don't say it. Are you going to say we need to kick right. into some form, mate? You can't okay. say that. No, okay. So, Ross County are not a great team. They're a really no. poor team in this division. That's a good, um, that was away from home, the one, wasn't it? The 5 0. Yes, yeah. it was. So, that's quite impressive. It doesn't matter who you, who you win. Um, 5-0 against in this league, but if you do that away from home, then that's impressive. So they're obviously what they're trying to get a bit of momentum going. Rangers can win convincingly playing in a playing second gear, they can. Let's try and not concede the first goal range and see how we go. That's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see you just defend better, do the basics better, and let's see how we go because we are a we are a far better team than Ross County. We have quality all over the pitch. We've got players coming back like Ryan Kent, who must be chatting about to start on on Sunday. Your man Ryan Jack will also be desperate to get minutes um, in his legs on Sunday as well. And I think depending on the scoreline, I'm pretty convinced he'll get them. Yeah, we, we shouldn't really need tactics on Sunday. With all due respect, Rangers should go out there and win convincingly on Sunday and Yes, I'm, I'm confident again. Oh, <laughs> uh, Ali, your thoughts ahead of it? Um, Ryan mentions there, let's try not concede first. I don't think Rangers should be conceding at all at home against Ross County, in my personal opinion. I'll tell you now, Rangers won't concede against Ross oh. County on Sunday. Oh, oh, oh. 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 I will score, but... <laughs> well, I know, no, come on to that. But I know, no, I know. no. Of all games to have at Ibrox and you had to cherry pick it, this is the one. I know Ross County won five 0 away. And that to be that is a good result away from home anywhere. But they followed it up with a defeat at St. Mern, I think it was the following week. So I they're not great, Ross County. And I we have we beaten four two away from home during um, mm-hmm. earlier in the season, but that four two was a bit of a that should have been about five one or something or five nil. That was a bit of a freak one, but yeah. I can't see Rangers conceding. I, I really, I think this this could be a game where like I say it now we won't concede, and I think we'll score a few as well. But um, yeah, and you, as you can tell, I, I'm confident. I'm very confident going into the weekend. I know during the week we didn't show much, but I think he'll change the team up quite a bit. And uh, I I think Ross County could get a doing on Sunday. Yeah, well, I think you're probably right in terms of. Who, who, if it was any other team, you'd be going, oh, go about a tricky game. But yeah, right. I mean, they've lost seven games this season. Do you know what I mean? They're not, not a very good team. They are, I think, bookies' favourites to go down, and that, probably quite rightly in on recent form that they've showed. Anyway, so yeah, I, there's no real shock in it. I'm, I'm probably more in your camp, Ali. I think. Um, I'm feeling quite confident about the game. Um, I'm feeling like we could probably put a few past them. And again, Ryan, I'll 
completely agree with what you said, mate. We shouldn't need a game plan. <laughs> it's like you're at home <sighs> against Ross County, who are not very good. Just go out and beat them, maybe. Just yeah, play a bit of... Yeah, play a bit of football that we recognise and you'll easily beat this team. Yeah, to be completely honest. So we'll jump on to teams. Uh, Ali, do you want to go first? Who do you think your team's going to be? No, I, I said after the Motherwell game, there was a chance to keep the same team for Bromby and rolling into the Ross County game. But the team made a complete arse on Thursday night, so he won't go with the same team against Ross County. And that's, that's down to the players. That's their own fault for doing that. So... My team is Shagrin goal, a back line of Tav, Goldson, Balogun. I felt a bit sorry for Big, Big Bassey during the week there, but aye, Bassey's going to come back in. It's going to be a midfield three of Kamara, I think Lundstrom will start, and Aribo, and a front three of Ryan Kent for me has to start, even if it's for 60 minutes. Kamara roof through the middle, and Hadji. That's my team. I knew your front line was coming because you did mention Well, I told you earlier on. <laughs> <laughs> you did mention me well today that you probably think Morelos would get dropped. So, yeah, um, yeah interesting team. Um, Ryan, do you want to go? Very similar. I think Shagger will definitely start because he's basically fuck all to do for the past couple of games. <laughs> it's an international break. Tavria, Golson, Balligan, Bassi as well. I think the midfield, I don't think Lundstrom will start. I think it'll be Kamara, Davis, Aribo in the same front three. I think it'll be Kent, Roof and Hadji. I think Gerard is not impressed with Morelos' attitude in the second half. I think it was you who said it, Scott. It's unlike him because he does usually work hard, but I think his work rate was poor on in the Thursday. And I think he'll suffer for that and I think he'll be benched. Yeah, I think I, I think it, particularly those points in the first half where I thought he can't be arsed. Like he just mm-hmm. couldn't be bothered doing the doing the closing down work, doing the chasing work, doing the kind of leading the press, which he kind of had to do because we didn't have Ryan Kent on to lead the press. Um, when Ryan Kent, Ryan Kent is usually the one that leads our press. When he goes, we all tend to go with him. So yeah, I just think he was, he was rather poor. My team's different from the both of you, just to be honest. Um, I think McLaughlin will play. I think it'll be Tav, Goldson, Balogun, Barisic. I think Lundstrom will start. Kamara, Aribo, and I think Ken Hadji. And I still think Morelos will play. I, I think he'll have had a talking to him. Uh, and I, I do think Morelos will still play. Uh, he likes a go against Ross County. So I expect Morelos to play. Um, and I expect him to be firing, to be completely honest, as you'll be able to tell by my score prediction. Uh, Ryan, I'll come back to you, mate. Uh, what's the score going to be? What do you think the score's going to be? I'll go two each. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to go... Um, oh, I'm going to go four, one. Rangers will concede again. Uh, Kemar Roof, first goal scorer. Ali? Rangers won't concede and Rangers will win 4 0 and Ryan Kent will score the first goal. Honestly, that's your sound bite yeah, for social media. Rangers will not concede. Yeah, no, 
I know, but I've got exactly the same score, and I've got exactly the same first goal scorer as well. Really? Yeah, I, I think four we, we did well. not discuss this at work today, by the way. No, we actually, no, we actually, we yes, no, no, we actually didn't. No, we actually no. didn't because I actually work at work. Uh, what was that, Ali? Um, so no, <laughs> I don't. Um, we didn't discuss it, but I do. I do think it'll be four now. I think Ryan Kent will. I'll go three now to make it different. I'll go three now. I think Kent will score, and I think Morelos will get. Two, I actually had Morelos will get a hat trick, uh, so I'll I'll let Morelos off the, the hook a wee bit and only expect two from him. So I'll go three now, Kenton Morelos for the first two. But yeah, let's just hope uh, they're not <laughs> watching proper draws for at least forty five minutes of that game, and we actually get a I've solid. Ca- ca- sorry, Carney, I've, I've I've got an idea which may actually work. Obviously, it's it's Remembrance <laughs> Day and on Sunday, and, and we're on it with a minute silence and stuff and. Usually Rangers have a cannon there quite a lot of the time. And there was a year, a few years ago, where they tried to fire this cannon and we all had the minute silence. It didn't go off and then all of a sudden it went off during the minute silence and shot themselves. So I reckon we keep that cannon at the side of the park. And if Rangers, after 15, 20 minutes, haven't woken up, we fire it and see if that wakes them up. <laughs> uh, it's, probably, it's probably quite a good shot, mate. I remember that. I remember that day went off halfway through because fifty thousand people <laughs> shot themselves at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the cannon's not. I don't know if the cannon was our last year. Or the year before. No, I think it was. No, uh, nah, bring it back. It yeah, bring it back. Yeah, but I, I remember that, mate. I ever fifty thousand people shot themselves. Running <laughs> through a minute of silence. So yeah. Oh. Honestly, but I keep the cannon, keep the cannon, start firing things. The Rangers haven't woken up, but yeah, I just the, Ross County don't have enough that we should be worried. Uh, I, I, the only thing we need to be worried about is our um, our execution of the game, our game plan, our ability to play for more than forty five minutes at a time um, to actually show up and kind of show what we're all about. It's there's been too far and too far in in between this season and it, it, we need to really get some consistency going in terms of performance so yeah uh, so 3-0 4-0 for Ali and Ali's sound bit is Rangers will not concede so I'll keep that on the back burner and 4-1 for Ryan cool that'll do us um, right aye, that'll do us uh, Ryan thank you very much for rushing back from the fireworks to record with us on Friday night for people to listen to you on Saturday morning you're welcome I was more than happy to rush back for those fireworks um, now we go and spend some time with the boys. I've got them this evening, so yes, football all weekend. They're playing football tomorrow morning, and the Ibrox on Sunday. Hopefully, we get a good weekend, boys. Nice one. Was it just a farmer standing in the middle of the field, mate, with a sparkler? Uh, was, I don't know. I'll tell you, there wasn't many. There wasn't many teeth in the field. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> God Almighty, uh, that's plenty, mate. Um, that'll do. Uh, Ali, thank you very much, mate. No problem. I'm, I'm looking forward to being back at iBooks on Sunday. I'm just hoping it's not another draw that I need to sit through. So I'm hoping my Rangers will not concede and Rangers will score four goals will come through. So, no, look forward to it. Yeah, looking forward to it. So, yeah, that'll do us. Uh, again, Club at 22 supported by Manscaped, who's the best in men's blow-the-waist grooming. If you go to manscaped.com, use the code CLUB at 22, you will get 20% off and free shipping. You'll be supporting our podcast if you do. Um, so thank you very much for everybody that has done so far. Uh, and if you can continue to do so, that would be great. It really does support us. So we thank you for that. Um, shameless plug. 
please do subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the videos, give us a wee five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, leave a comment, follow our socials, and it really does support us and helps make a huge difference to get out to as many bears as possible. So we will be back with a club reaction pod on Sunday after the game, probably from the car. So until then, uh, thank you for listening to us. Uh, We have been Club at 22, the Champions Podcast. Speak to you all next time. Cheers. Podcast Network.